all my life, I've always wanted to help people. Fast forward 40 plus years on this planet and I'm running the holistic clinic of my dreams. I founded the supplement company of my dreams and I'm stepping into each day like it's a dream. Now, I get to help even more people through this podcast and I want you to have the tools to feel your best, to optimize, to figure out what's going wrong and how to course correct. I believe in you so much. Knowledge is power, and we're going to transform your life together. School of Doza is in session. Hello, my friends. Boy, it is so good to be here with you. The feedback, the community, the bright minds that listen to this podcast. All I can say is that I sit here every time and record with so much joy and excitement. And so thank you so, so much for listening and watching. I hope that it's changing your lives for the better. I can see that you're starting to become more empowered by all the responses and the comments, that you're understanding what we're talking about, you're understanding your body a little bit better, maybe some of the diagnoses that you have a little bit better. And I see you being consistent with your movement, your supplement routines, sunshine, hydration, all of it. And I'm, I'm getting this feedback from y'all that you're actually implementing some of the things we're talking about. So I'm so proud to hear this and I'm so proud of you. Keep going. This week, we're going to be talking about the liver and the five practices you should consider doing regularly to support that. The liver is important because it is your overall health. I could sit here and talk about how great the liver is when it comes to reducing inflammation in the body, how it regulates your hormones. It can even help you lose weight. But just understand that the liver is everything when it comes to your overall function, and you will not function without a healthy liver. If you have weight gain, bloating, indigestion, hormone issues, skin rashes, headaches, brain fog, I could go on and on, then this podcast is especially important for you. So please take notes. And if you're ready, let's get into it. Class is in session. The first practice I want you to consider for supporting your liver is to not eat any more fast food. And this is the first thing I want to start off with today because fast food is still part of the everyday American diet. Let's be honest, fast food will be eaten maybe once or twice a week minimum for most people. And that fast food doesn't have to just come in the form of a hamburger or cheeseburger. It could come in the form of a coffee. It could come in the form of a pastry, right? A taco, a burrito, whatever you may be. And fast food is not that good for the body. Let's just understand that. And if you want to look at the science, let's look at the science and what they've told us over the last 30, 40 years that they've discovered when it comes to what happens when we eat fast food. When we eat fast food, the sugar that's in most of the fast food and processed foods that you're going to find out on the market directly affects our liver. The fructose that's in sugary beverages, let's say sodas, for example, or even fruit juices, they are direct links to non-alcoholic fatty liver disease. And if you listen to our other podcast episodes, we talk about the liver all the time. And the reason we talk about the liver all the time is because we might be the only ones talking to you about the liver. One in four U.S. adults have a fatty liver in this country, which means that they have an inflamed, damaged liver, and it's most likely coming from their diet. And if more people eat fast food than they should, then that means a lot of people have a fatty liver that is very inflamed and some people know it, some people don't. 
So if you imagine something that you can control on a daily basis, you can control the food going into your body. If you choose to eat fast food, you're choosing to directly damage your liver. I don't know how other way to put that. If you drink sodas, you're directly causing damage to your liver. Think about this. If you eat cheeseburgers, french fries, and sodas weekly, I'm not even saying daily, like weekly, even monthly, every time you eat that, the sugar that's in there, the oils that's in there, the fat that's in there directly go into your liver. Because every food you've ever consumed, every soda you've ever consumed, every alcoholic drink you've ever consumed has been processed through our liver. That's one of the main things the liver does. And when you have a processed food product or ingredient that goes into the liver, it causes damage. High fructose corn syrup is probably the most abundant form of sugar in all fast food and all processed ingredients. It's sometimes labeled as high fructose corn syrup. Sometimes it's not labeled as that. And every time we've consumed high fructose corn syrup, we have directly contributed to non-alcoholic fatty liver disease. And you say, well, it tastes good. It's designed to taste good for a reason, but you don't feel good after you eat it. If you come to me and you say, I eat cheeseburgers and fast food and drink sodas all the time and I have tons of energy, I have healthy weight and I sleep well at night, then I would love to know what you're actually eating because that's a diet and a, a response from that diet that I've never heard of before. Most people who eat fast food don't feel good later. They do it out of convenience or because of the cost. If you really crave that cheeseburger, you really crave the sodas, that's a whole nother conversation to have. But keep in mind that every time you consume it, you're directly contributing to fatty liver disease. Even one bite. I'm telling you, it's that damaging. So the first thing you could ever consider is cutting back on your fast food, if not stopping it all together. There is no benefit from eating fast food, cheeseburgers, french fries, or drinking sodas. There's no benefit. There's absolutely no health benefit, which is the most incredible thing to say as a practitioner. Because I could make the case for all kinds of things out there that would be beneficial for us. Sunlight, water, sleep, breathing, right? The essentials. Food is right up there with us. Food is, is right up there as just as important as sunlight. And if you think about the food we're putting in our body, there are no nutrients in cheeseburgers. There are no nutrients in soda. There's no nutrients in french fries. There's no nutrients in corn. There's no nutrients in high fructose corn syrup. And for the people out there who are saying, why well, drink diet sodas? Because you know I'm worried about my calorie and my sugar intake. Diet sodas are worse for your liver than regular sodas because that fake sugar, they've been showing how damaging it is to the heart, but sucralose, fructose, um, uh, high fructose corn syrup, uh, uh, xylitol is, is a healthier one, but they're all still, zithrol, uh, I guess is the other one. Um, I can, there's all kinds of different names for sugars out there. All of them are derivatives of real sugar and real sugar can be metabolized and, and actually produced to do something with later on when you actually consume it. But no one's eating real sugar anymore. They're eating fake processed sugar that goes into the liver and it's very hard to remove. And once the liver's basically backed up with all this processed sugar, years and years of years of fast food, all of it goes into the fat cells. And we can talk about that later. But fast food is simple. I know it's convenient and it's cheap. However, it's very damaging on your body. And I know there's other foods that you could eat. And if you're really worried about convenience, you can take healthier snacks with you. I have uh, turkey sticks, meat sticks, beef jerky. 
I even have an avocado ready to go. I eat sardines. I mean, I mean that can be my snack. You know, uh, I love plantain chips. I love grapes, which are healthier forms of sugar. You know, blackberries are even healthier. If you want lime, you know, with any type of thing, that can make it a little sweet. There are other ways around it. And if you really have to have the fast food, I can tell you right now, you can eat the burger without the bun. But the second practice I want you to consider for supporting your liver is cutting out alcohol. Now, I'm going right for, you know, the main issues when it comes to why we have a fatty liver problem in this country. Fast food and alcohol. And we know this. We do this in excess. We do this because it's available. I mean, there's drive through liquor stores now. There's drive through daiquiri stores on the corner. And, you know, we can get alcohol in any which way we want. We can get it with vitamins now. We can get it in a very convenient beverage uh, that can be on the go. Alcohol is there because people think it makes them feel good. We've been taught that alcohol should be an essential part of our lifestyle, almost like sodas and fast food. You imagine that you think about all the beer commercials out there. Anytime you see a beer commercial, you picture in your head people having a good time, sitting around enjoying themselves with everyone. That alcohol directly kills your liver every time you sip it. There's no medical health benefit to alcohol at all other than maybe topical application of it, like rubbing alcohol. But if you're drinking any kind of alcoholic beverage on a daily, weekly, monthly basis, understand every single sip, every single drink, is damaging the liver. And what's interesting is alcohol causing damage to the liver is very different than fast food causing damage to the liver because there's two separate issues. There's non-alcoholic fatty liver disease and there's alcoholic fatty liver disease. And you imagine if you eat fast food and you're also you know eating chicken wings and drinking beer at the same time, you're doing two things. You're polluting your liver with fast food and alcohol. And what's interesting about this lifestyle you could have diabetes along with alcoholic intake. You could even make the case that alcohol, uh, alcohol directly contributes to diabetes. So think about this. I know fast food you've heard isn't good for your liver. We talked about it. It's also not good for diabetes either because fast food can directly link to, is directly linked to diabetes. Well, so is alcohol. Alcohol is directly linked to insulin resistance. And you imagine that this is legal. We're allowed to have something that we can purchase that allows us to develop diabetes. It's called alcohol. And then on top of that, we're also allowed in this country to serve fast food to people knowing that it's going to cause diabetes. And we say, well, in moderation and, and, and you know, let's within reason. Okay, uh, let's, let's look at wine, for example. Moderate wine consumption, I have a study here in front of me, moderate wine consumption as part of a Mediterranean diet in persons with controlled diabetes does not promote weight gain or abdominal opacity. And I basically, that's a fancy name for, it doesn't help you gain weight. And if you look at moderate wine consumption, 150 milliliters a day, there's people who in the Middle East and Europe who have consume wine forever a very healthy form of wine and it was actually beneficial for them and what i'm saying this is because alcohol itself is very damaging to the liver 
But if you look at what you're consuming on a daily basis, beer versus wine, if you have to pick one or the other, I'd probably say pick the wine. But here's the problem. The wine in a typical Mediterranean diet is not the same wine you find in America. The wine that you find in America is loaded with excess sugar. Excessive sugar is always added to any of our food products, even alcohol, because it helps preserve it longer. It helps it taste better. I mentioned high fructose corn syrup earlier from fast food. There's high fructose corn syrup in beer. Agave, bourbon, whiskey, like, uh, you know, bourbon has corn in it, which is very processed. You know, there's all kinds of alcohols that have sugar to it. Agave is very sweet. So you say, well, okay, well, I'm cutting back on my sodas, but I can still have like a tonic and water and all that. I say, okay, fine. If you want to go around this, imagine we just wanted to hit this uh, head on. Let's say you're trying to lose weight. Let's say you don't care about your liver, but you care about losing weight. It's the same approach. You will not lose weight unless you cut out the alcohol. You will not lose weight unless you cut out the fast food. You know this. I have friends that have cut out fast food. They've dropped 30 pounds just like that. I had one guy basically stop eating fried chicken wings and start eating skinless chicken wings and he lost 50 pounds. You cut out alcohol, you're going to lose weight. You cut out alcohol, you're going to help your liver, right? It's the same thing. But if you really care more about your weight than you do about your liver, it's only because you can see your weight on your surface. You know when you're gaining weight. You know when that's a, a, an issue. People who gain weight will do something about it. I've been gaining too much weight and my clothes are getting too tight on me. I'm having to get a bigger shirt. I don't feel good. I'm tired. These people will do everything they can to lose weight, but they might not consider cutting out the alcohol, which is fascinating, right? Because for some reason, we feel the need to have this alcohol. But this alcohol, besides cutting into our liver's health, it causes diabetes, so like I said, on your daily practice of how you take care of your liver, how really important is this alcohol? And like I said, if you need alcohol or fast food on a daily basis, we have another problem on our hands. Because none of that stuff helps you feel good in the long run, let's be honest. But let's talk about something that will help you feel good. The third practice I want you to consider for supporting your liver is to take supplements. You'll hear me talk about supplements on every single podcast. And full disclosure, I have a supplement company. I do not apologize for the idea that vitamins and supplements are an essential part of my everyday life. And I make them a part of my everyday practice when I see clients. Every single client that comes in here will ask about how to get healthier. Right? That's why they come across us. And that's why they come in and want to talk to us. I, tell, I talk about supplements all the time. Only because if they want a solution something that is a deliverable, a call to action, something they can hold in their hand, I say you should take a supplement. Because we just got done with fast food and alcohol. Let's say the person is trying to lose weight. And I, I pick on the person trying to lose weight because honestly, people won't always come in talking about how they need to improve their liver. But everyone knows they need to improve their liver. Everyone will come in here talking about how they need to lose 10 pounds or 20 pounds. It won't fix the idea that your liver is unhealthy unless you start putting something into your body that helps you. Alcohol and fast food doesn't help your liver. Supplements help your liver. I'd rather have the recipe to help my liver function at its optimal level because then I can work as long as I want to. I can think as much as I want to. I can have the energy to work out as long as I want to, only if my liver is healthy. So in the morning, when I get up in the morning, I take my supplements first thing. I take supplements that directly support my liver on a daily basis because my liver needs all the help it can get. 
And if you take supplements, there's hundreds of different supplements you could take for the liver. But there are certain ones that have been shown to directly help support the liver. So if you take supplements, I want you to consider a few of these. Resveratrol is a supplement that's been shown to help with a fatty liver. It, in quotations, resveratrol may be a potent treatment option for the management of non-alcoholic fatty liver disease due to its anti-inflammatory, antioxidant, and calorie-restricting effects. Resveratrol is a supplement I take every day. I take resveratrol every day to help control my blood sugar and my insulin. Now, this is me saying this, that I take resveratrol every day because it helps with my insulin and my blood sugar. But I also know resveratrol helps my liver. So why would I not take that first thing in the morning? Especially if I know I'm taking something that's directly helping me in my overall health. Now, resveratrol, if you've heard of this before, resveratrol is the reason why wine is actually good for you. And I say out of the many alcoholic things out there, it's not the alcohol and the wine that's really good for you. It's the grapes in the wine that are good for you. The grapes that are in the wine have an antioxidant that's called resveratrol. And I, when you look at the Mediterranean diet, when we just talked about how moderate wine consumption could be beneficial for diabetics, it's because of the resveratrol in the grapes in the wine. It's not the alcohol in the wine. So if you imagine, you say, well, I'd rather just take the resveratrol, the actual ingredient that's in the grapes that's beneficial for my liver. I'd rather just take that than drink wine. Light bulb goes off, right? And you say, wow, that's the approach. So we go back to supplements. I don't want alcohol in my my daily routine i want the resveratrol from the wine so then i will just take the resveratrol supplement that's how it works resveratrol will help reverse some of the damage that's been done to the liver over the period of time when it's been with fast food consumption or alcohol consumption chronic consumption of alcohol directly damages the liver resveratrol will help by reversing some of the damage this is directly quotations from, from studies here. Another supplement to consider. Oh, and by the way, resveratrol, the one that I take, it's called our mitochondriac. The reason, I mean, I, I love having a supplement company because I get to not only have the best supplements, but I also get to take the best supplements, right? Our mitochondriac at MSW is enough for me. I mean, I love it. The resveratrol in there is one of the best forms of resveratrol you can find. And I take it on a daily basis. And in our metabolic pack, which is uh, something you can find online as well, our metabolic pack has resveratrol in it as well. The omega-3s that you've heard about when it comes to fish oil directly help lower damage to fatty liver. Omega-3 fatty acids are associated with the prevention or reduction in the severity of multiple different types of diseases. Anything from heart disease and diabetes to kidney disease, even Alzheimer's, can all benefit from omega-3 fatty acids. But there's studies that show that omega-3 supplementation has been effective for reducing fat in a fatty liver. When you have a fatty liver, you have an overabundance of fat that shouldn't be there. Now, the liver likes fat. It likes avocado fat and salmon fat. It likes fish oil fat. It doesn't like fat from fast food burgers. It doesn't like fat from cheese. So if you think about a typical American diet, it's mainly very much abundant in fast food cheese and fast food beef. But they're not eating fast food salmon, 
right as much right they're not as eating as much fast food avocado fast food chicken eggs right those are the omega-3s and 6s we want in the body but omega-6 is not necessarily the best one we want omega-3 omega-3 is what's going to help our liver function at its best and the studies show that when you take omega-3 fish oil it even lowers triglycerides in the liver which there's your fatty liver disease if you have too much triglycerides it's a form of cholesterol you've seen this on your blood work triglycerides are your diet cholesterol it's your fast food burgers it's your fast food cheese too much fast food burgers leads to too much triglycerides your doctor says you have high cholesterol if you have high cholesterol you also have a fatty liver because all that cholesterol is going to be in stored in the liver and like i said when i take supplements it's a recipe for my liver my liver i know in my head needs b vitamins it needs trace minerals it needs fatty acids and it needs proteins in order to function so i look at my diet and i say can i get all those things from my diet sometimes i can sometimes i can't but i can always get it from my supplements so i take my resveratrol in the morning i take my fish oil in the morning right i give my fish oil to my kids when they're old enough i'll start giving resveratrol too and you start thinking about well what else can i do for the liver right supplements let's go back to supplements again let's talk about nac n-acetylcysteine n-acetylcysteine is one of my favorite favorite supplements n-acetylcysteine has been fda approved to help reduce liver damage to high doses of tylenol call it acetaminophen did you know that acetaminophen aka tylenol that you can find over the counter if you take a whole bottle of it it will kill your liver think about how much tylenol and acetaminophen you've taken over the course of a lifetime and every time you take acetaminophen you cause direct damage to your liver it's too toxic for the liver in high amounts a little bit's okay but you can't handle too much oh and keep in mind every medication every supplement every food every alcohol every soda goes through the liver and the liver has to process all that and the liver has to work really hard to process a lot of processed things especially processed medications NAC is an amino acid that is naturally found in our liver our liver this is this is beautiful our body was designed to make n-acetylcysteine in our liver to help us reduce direct damage to our body but when we take things like acetaminophen over time and drink too much alcohol and eat too much fast food we directly kill our own liver production of n-acetylcysteine and we have to take it through the iv or through an oral supplementation route if you overdose off a of tylenol and you go to the er they will give you a vitamin IV bag full of N-acetylcysteine. It's an essential medication. What's fascinating though, is that N-acetylcysteine is rarely talked about when it comes to fatty liver. If you took N-acetylcysteine, it would help your fatty liver. If you took N-acetylcysteine, it will help reduce inflammation. It might even help you lose weight. It will help you even possibly with insulin resistance. So now look at our repertoire right now. If you're taking supplements, resveratrol, fish oil, anti-acetylcysteine, those are three supplements that directly help your liver. And guess what? You can take it on a daily basis. You start tomorrow, you start helping your liver already. You take NAC, you're going to clean out your liver. It's a liver detoxer. Keep that in mind. The most strongest one we make. You will detoxify and remove things out of your body that have been stored in your liver for years. And people don't like this effect sometimes because it's a detox. However, it's one of the things that you should be doing on a daily basis because we know how much fast food you're eating. 
We know how much sodas you're consuming. We know you still like your wine. But that's why you want to take the knack. That's why you want to take the fish oil and take the resveratrol. You want a convenient packet? Go to MSW and go look at our supplements. There's something called a metabolic pack. And I'll talk about it again. That has everything in there. That's what you need for the liver. Like you want a little packet for your liver on a daily basis. I take my vitamins in the morning. I rip open the packet, put it in my hand. Boom. Liver supplement support before my coffee, before my boost, before anything else. Because it works. And I measure my labs and it, it helps it. I measure it in other people's labs. I tell people to take it and it helps them. But guess what? Sometimes it's not enough. Lifestyle modification needs to happen. Supplementation needs to happen. The fourth practice I want you to consider for supporting your liver is I need you to fix your gut. All right? Your liver is part of your digestive tract. And so is your intestinal tract. Your gut, a.k.a. your digestive tract, starts in your mouth and it ends you know where. If your liver is off in any way, your digestive tract is off. Non-alcoholic fatty liver disease and gut dysfunction are linked. Dysbiosis, a common term that we hear a lot when it comes to digestive issues, can basically happen from the wrong kind of sugar going into your body. Remember how I said fast food will kill your liver? Well, guess what? Fast food sugar will also kill your digestive tract. You know about a microbiome in your digestive tract. It's called probiotics. You take them. You can take a supplement for it. Well, the probiotics aren't going to help the liver out directly. The probiotics would help directly help the digestive tract's microbiome. It would help promote a good bacterial environment. When you eat sugar, processed sugar promotes a bad bacteria environment. And if you've ever had strep, staph, E. coli, H. pylori, any type of bacterial infection, it's still inside of you. A little bit of it is. And if you eat processed sugar, processed fast food, you drink processed alcohol, that sugar directly feeds the bad, bad, the bad bacteria in your digestive tract, causing an overgrowth. You sometimes know it as SIBO, small intestinal bacterial overgrowth. Other people know it as gut, gut dysbiosis. Either way... If your gut is off, your liver is off. And if your liver is off, your gut is off. So like I said, just addressing the liver might not be enough because if you're still eating the wrong things and still consuming the wrong things, the alcohol, the fast food, the sugar, it's all still going not only through the liver, but passing through your digestive tract. And if it causes direct damage to your digestive tract, you still won't get as healthy as you think. And if you have issues with your gut, you could have chronic issues such as diabetes, cardiovascular disease, obesity. I could make the case that you could have dementia if you have gut issues. So you imagine if one in four U.S. adults have a fatty liver and one in four U.S. adults are consuming fast food, one in U.S. adults are consuming alcohol, one in four U.S. adults are you know, basically consuming processed food products. It's damaging their liver and it's disrupting their gut. Constipation, diarrhea, bloating, all of this could be occurring years, for years before anything else comes up. You could have a gut issue before diabetes. You could have a gut issue and a fatty liver even before the doctor tells you you have either one of those. But it's not too late. You can fix your gut. You can regenerate your liver. These are things that you can do on a daily basis. Most people just don't realize this, but how do you start, right? Imagine you're like, okay, I want to start all this. I mean, 
the liver is so important. I should be taking care of it on a daily basis. This is how you start. You start with this practice. The fifth practice I want you to consider supporting your liver with is fasting. In fact, actually, if you want to start by supporting your liver, I probably should have listed this number one. But it's so important that you stop putting in food that's causing direct damage to your liver to begin with. Because once you stop the fast food, technically you're not eating at this moment, right? Because you chose not to eat fast food. If you choose to eat another meal, fine. But what happens when you choose not to eat a meal in order to make your liver healthier? The less you eat, the healthier your liver gets. That's what science has shown us. When you fast, it's not starvation, it's fasting. There's a big difference. When you fast, you are choosing to restrict caloric intake, which means you are choosing to restrict eating calories. All the calories you consume, the 2,000 that you were told at one point to consume, they all go into your liver. And I think 2,000 calories are way too much for the liver to handle. It has to process all that. And when this happens, too many calories can lead to fatty liver disease. So I want you to stop eating all that stuff and refrain from a couple of meals a day. Try one meal a day. If you want to go 24 hours without a meal, get this. Fasting has been used for decades as a treatment option to help metabolic syndrome. Metabolic syndrome is a fancy medical diagnosis for the inclusion of things like high blood sugar, high cholesterol, big waist circumference, and possibly an inflamed liver. And the research says here, if you fast, basically not eat, anywhere from two days up to 21 days, that is a therapeutic option for someone who's going through diabetes, fatty liver, bad cholesterol, and most likely cardiovascular and dementia disease. That's incredible. Fasting is basically calorie restriction. And when you calorie restrict your, your meals and you allow your body to get a breather, your body can remove some of that stuff in your body that doesn't belong there, like all the fast food you ate before. And when that happens, you clean out your liver, you clean out your fat cells, you help improve insulin. I've show, I have studies here that show that a fatty liver can improve even in diabetics with fasting for at least six days. That is incredible. I will repeat this. Your liver gets healthier when you refrain from eating processed fast food, it will get even better if you deliberately go on a fast for a few days to allow your body to process some of this food and get out of your system. But it will only help you if you continue to do the supplements like we talked about before. Or when you do eat, you actually consume healthier fat like we talked about the chicken eggs or the avocado or the salmon. If you imagine you're starting over and you're saying, I want complete regeneration of my liver, keep this in mind. The liver is the only organ that when healthy, it can completely regenerate. A fatty liver is still healthy enough to regenerate. When it gets to that of a cirrhotic liver, there might not be any going back. However, it takes years for you to develop that severe liver damage. So for anyone out there, there's hope that it's not too late. If you take these practices... It is very possible that you could help support a healthy liver and maybe even develop a healthy liver after all these years. But these are the five steps you have to do. One, cut out the fast food. Two, cut out the alcohol. Three, start taking supplements for your liver. Number four, fix your gut. 
There's lots of ways to do it. We have episodes all about it. And number five, you got to fast every once in a while. Basically, maybe 24 hours, once a month, once a week. Just don't eat. You have enough stored up. You're not going to starve to death. And for the people out there that are losing weight a lot and you're, you can't hold on to weight, this isn't for you. This is a whole other separate conversation. This is for the people out there that have eaten too much and have stored way too much and they need to get it out of their system. These five practices are what I do daily. It's what you can do daily. It's what anyone can do daily. It's what everyone should be doing daily. In conclusion, I hope that you've gained a bunch of insight from this. And I hope that you, you do some of these routines, if not all of them. Because I'm telling you right now, you do these routines, you do these practices, you're going to feel better in weeks, if not months. It will take a little bit of time, but you'll notice a transition. Stay with it. Keep going. I know you can do this. If no one else is going to tell you you can do this, I'm going to tell you you can do this. One day, we're going to live in a country where we don't have one in four U.S. adults having fatty liver. And we're going to live in a country one day where kids are not going to grow up having a fatty liver. And it starts by listening and doing the practices we talked about. And for the people out there who want more incentive to get off their couch and do something about it, try the metabolic pack that I was talking about. Try the mitochondriac I was talking about, that resveratrol. The resveratrol is in our mitochondriac pack. Use code NURSEDOZA to get a discount and start taking the metabolic pack from MSW Nutrition and start getting healthier. Start doing these practices. Until next time, class is dismissed. Keep working on your health.